Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Serving While Being Served. I am the host with the most, Nurse Monroe, and I'm so grateful that you guys are joining me for another episode. We are on episode four of season three of Serving While Being Served. Consistency is key, and we are so grateful to be here with you guys and sharing this word and message today. We did have some errors and some issues with episode um, three, um, but you can catch it on my YouTube page. I do vlog on YouTube as well, so you can see me live and in living color. I'm a nurse Monroe. Um, it's serving luxury lifestyle with Nurse Monroe, and then I have my lovely podcast baby that I love so very much. So you can catch that episode on YouTube if you were not able to catch it here or on my actual site at www.nursemonroepodcast.com. Now I had to drop all my advertisements in, let y'all know, but um. To cover the topic at hand today, the topic that we're covering um, is a good one. I think they're all good ones, but this is really a good one, especially with everything that's going on currently in our atmosphere, on our earth, in our world. It is remaining in God's peace, even when one may be in pieces. So, um, you know, I, over the years of me building um, and still building and transitions I made in life and, um, you know, decisions I personally made, decisions God had made, and I finally listened to him. Um, but, but he been had made him and I finally, you know, was being obedient and seeing and seeing he that I needed to participate in participate in his plans, too, which was the best decision. Um, you know, I have encountered love. I have I've encountered hate disrespect you know I've encountered more I will say in my lifetime I've encountered more love than I have of anything because I put love out into the world into the universe and what you put out will always come back to you and I always tell everyone we are going to go through things here in the world you're going to have worldly issues you're going to go through stressors you're going to go through changes you're going to go through you know dealing with fears you're going to go through dealing with loss you're going to have your your moments where you just don't really understand what to do. But the key when you're having those moments, and if you notice my tone gets a little bit more aggressive when, I, when I'm putting a point on the floor, the key when one is going through those moments is to deal with it on a personal level with God and a personal level with yourself. I think the issue that we have now in our world today is that when we we feel so entitled when we deal with things that we feel we should not be dealing with them and we get into this this insensitive, you know, make believe world where others aren't dealing with things and we want to channel our anger, um, our poor position in life, our poor position in faith and religion, our poor position in wherever we're at, that has a lot to do with what we put out. We want to channel that out on someone else. And I've noticed this particularly with women. Women, women, when when I notice women can be very brutal um, when they're going through things. I used to have um, a less sympathetic um, heart for them. And now it, it, it's a small part of sympathy, but it's it's more so empathy. Um, because I feel like as a woman that's been through so much, you know, that's had so much change in my life that that has dealt with my fair share of loss, that has dealt with my fair share of what am I doing here? Why didn't this work out of rejection? I have never been a woman to turn that energy into steal another woman's or another man's or another family member's or whoever's joy. I've never felt so much pain that I wanted to come and bring that pain on anyone else. I've always been a person that felt like the pain needs to stop with me. 
And when I say this, I say, if I'm going through something, it is not my job to channel all of this negative energy out and put it into the world because the world has enough negative energy. I I now feel sorry for women who um, are so caught up in their world and they feel there's so much misery. And it's not even feel sorry. I now, I now send a prayer to them. I now send a beat of love to them instead of a beat of negativity because I understand a little bit more growing and being the woman I that I am that not all women have this discipline, but I'm here to let you know that this discipline is very important for you to have. And I will tell you why it's important for you to have. You have no idea the power of your words and the power of what you put out. And I'm not a big person on saying, karma I know I'm starting to kind of use karma less likely you know I'm more so big on what what you put out is what you're gonna get back and if you put out love and light you shouldn't be expecting anything but love and light back but if you put negativity back then you you you're gonna get some negativity back and I've always whenever I will speak to someone that's going through something and you know I'm being the shoulder to lean on them I'm never judgmental um I'm very transparent Um, If I can relate to something they're going to, I show them some relatability, but I'm always big on letting them know that you're not alone and that other people are going through things as well and have went through things. And it's up to you to handle it the appropriate way so that you can stop it where it's at and you can bring more love into the situation because there's always a rainbow at the end of the tunnel. It's always going to get better. And I think that so many women are caught up in so many things right now. They're dealing with so many issues. Um, and 50 to 60% of those issues are issues that, that could have been, that could have been prevented. A lot of things are preventable. And I think people get a little angry when, you know, I've had this discussion with them, like, how is that preventable? And I'm like, it is preventable because it's based, this is the decision based world. So if you make one decision, it's going to lead to another decision to another one, but it may be a good one and it may be a poor one. But if you start with a poor decision, it's going to end with a poor decision. It doesn't, that's just not how that works. That's just not how how the chemistry of it works. You know, if you start going into something with negativity, if something doesn't feel right, if you're not going into it with God, if you really don't know what's going on, if you really don't know if this particular person is for you, if you really don't, if you really feel like you didn't grow up on love, you grew up on survival and you don't want to grow up like this anymore. If you feel like you've been tortured, if you dealt with childhood trauma, if you dealt with these things, it's up to you to change the decision and the outcome. And it's up for you to invest into yourself and to invest in your faith and your spiritual growth so that you can stop it where it is and you can correct it and you can put love into it. It's up to you to keep yourself in peace. In order for you to be in peace, you must put God into the equation. You can be in, it's so many times, it's so many times, it's so many times I have been going through, um, you know, some things that, that, that are, that I, you know, I really wish that I didn't have to go through and you know, I feel, I may feel attacked. I feel like when I'm going through things that the devil tends to send attacks to me more. And those are really just God trying to get me to work on me not um, responding in a negative way. Because what I'm working on now is responding in love and light. And um, and and being able to respond in a positive outlook and send a prayer and send love. Because a lot of times when someone attacks you, they just they just want attention. 
But see, the thing is, is that I'm really not the person you want the attention from. <laughs> That's the attitude I have. I'm like, my baby, you don't want the attention I'm going to give you. Okay. I'm still working on my attention. My attention may come with a couple of cuss words. You know, I'm going, I may make you feel a little small and may be disrespectful. I am really not the attention I want. But then when I go to my spiritual side and I sit down, and I have a talk, God be like, no, 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 no. You, 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 you want that. They want your attention, but the, but the attention that you need to send them is you need to send them me. You need to send them my word you need to send them love and light you need to stop the negativity right there and turn it around and bring it into some positive and that's something I'm working on now in order for you to you know remain in peace when things are kind of in shambles you have to first realize what's truly going on that it's an attack on you it's a personal attack Okay. It that means with you, just you. Okay. It may involve other people, family members, kids, children, so on and so forth. But this is an attack from the enemy on yourself. So you don't need to rechannel this attack on everybody else. Like we don't need to be like, oh, so I'm getting attacked. All right, well, I'm attacking everybody right here. You, 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 and you and you. You don't need to do that. If you feel like you're wanting to do that, if you have outlets to do that, I notice a lot of this happens on social media. Social media, I say it all the time, is a gift and a curse. If you are feeling Feeling like you're going through in a personal attack if you feel like you are in pieces it is your job I want you to pick a bible up to pick up some inspiration to watch something on youtube to listen to my podcast whatever you need to do but stay away from that instagram and stay away from shoving and putting out attacks because you're dealing with something internally it's absolutely absurd to think that you're going to resolve a situation by attacking somebody else you are not going to get a positive with two negatives so if you feel like you're dealing with a negative situation, it's your job to figure out how am I going to change this and turn this around and love and like how I'm going to make this rainbows and sunshine, even when it's gunshots and, and bleach storms and, and, and everything else negative. How, how, what am I going to do? What can I do? And I think it's all about your thinking. It's about changing your thinking. If you change your thinking to look at it as more so not an attack, but more so maybe a lesson. Okay, more so it's a it's a lesson in better decision making. It's a lesson in better time management, whatever it may be. It's a lesson in selecting better men. We talk about this all the time about y'all and this selection of these men's these men's these men's these men's you choose to have children with these men's that you decide to embark in these lifetime connections with and make other little humans with social security numbers and, and need money and life and love and all of these good things. And then when things don't turn out right, that is when you start attacking everybody else in the world. But what it all was based off of was a poor decision that you made. I think when you, I think the thing that that I want more women to realize when they're dating is just that they're, that they're the prize. I don't think women understand that they're the valued person. I think that that our society has switched it around to where you know, and and don't I'm not discrediting a man. A man is definitely my king is definitely very 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 valued. But I'm. I'm also the queen. I'm also able to make moves and handle things and birth children and come and slip into a situation with love and light and bring some positivity to it that a man cannot bring. So when we understand who we are as women a little bit more, it'll be better for us to make decisions um, on dating and, and, and making children and picking baby daddies and not pick baby daddies and pick husbands and just do a little bit better with that. But that's a whole nother episode. We're going to have that a little later on in the season, but we need to realize that it's all based off of our decision making I've noticed that women um, that come to me that are dealing with some of their primary issues are based off of men poor men that they dated 
And um, I'm not just talking about money when I'm saying poor, because a lot of times they don't be having no money either. We talked about that before too. But anyway, we're going to move past that. I'm talking about poor in spirit, poor in, mind, poor in mind, and poor in love. Okay. They don't really know how to love if they want to love. And us as women, we're fixers. Because that's how God made us. God made us to be mothers. He made us to be soldiers. He made us to be angels. He He made, He gave us so many different hats, you know. So when you meet these people, when you when you connect with them, you we always have this attitude like, "Well, I can fix it," or you know, or I know that I can make them change, or my love can put them in a different position. But what you have to realize, and this is just a small tidbit of advice, is that you can't do what God can do. So once you stop trying to do God stuff on these men, then all of our problems were kind of decreased in that area. You know, you can't come in and make them just change overnight. You can't come in and make them stop being a negative person. Stop hurting themselves and others. Stop being a poor parent. You can't do that. And no amount of material things or objects or false, you know, support that they act like they give you can change that. So you, you, that's what you have to realize is that we, we can't do that. So, you know, you have to make better decisions. And those are some of the decisions that can lead to you being in pieces, not making the, the right decision with your mate and understanding that your mate needs to be set in some loyalty and establish some, some, some type of connection past just the superficial things that our generation likes to look at, you know? Um, uh, understanding truly that life and, and what's going on has no time limit. I think that time limits cause a lot of issues too. Um, one of the time limits that I am, I'm, I'm just not a fan of because most people, I know I don't look it. I'm, <laughs> I know I don't look it, baby. I spent a lot of money and I look like it, but I am definitely, um, I'm 35. I turned 35 years, 35 years old this, this year, and I don't have um, any children. So, you know, that's something me and my husband has been working on and keep us in your prayers. It's going to happen, but that's something we've been working on. And, you know, we've dealt with our own situations with that. And I think the number one stigma that I used to hear prior to me meeting my husband and us starting to have children is, oh, you're 35. Even being a nurse, you know, in profession when I, you know, was a nurse, I will always hear the stigmas of when you're 35, it's this, be, be you know, be careful of that. You know, you, you have a higher risk for this, you're high risk, you're this, you're that, you're that. And, and that, that time limit, that you know, that, that, that scientific information that was developed in the 60s. The 60s, when it was still real close to slavery. I had to say that close in the mic. You know, when we still kind of was close, 50s, 40s, 30s, 20s, picking cotton, uh, uh, based off of the average white woman. I also would like to say that, um, that this stigma that you have to be 35. Sure, there are higher risks as you get older. That is just that just comes with the human body. But it has caused so many women to feel like when they get to a certain point, and to even teach their children, even push it into their daughters when they get to a certain point that they can't, we can't expect too much more past this. If you don't have them by now, I don't know what to tell you. And that's just, it's, 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 that causes so much anxiety. That causes so many people to be, so many so many women to, to, to have moments where they're in pieces for them to kind of be feeling like life kind of did them wrong. Why am I not married? Why am I not where I need to be? So then they rechannel this negative energy out. And if you realize that God doesn't put time limits on things, if you pick up the word, if you read, there's several, there's, there's a really, really great story in there about a 90-year-old woman <laughs> who had a whole baby 
Um, and it's really great. It's a great story. It's a time, time to read. I recommend you read it. Um, but you can't put time limits on what God can do. You have to understand that everything is within his time and his time is the greatest time of all time. It's going to play out the way it's supposed to play out. But while things are playing out, you need to remain in peace. One must stay in peace. Even if you feel like things are not where you personally want them to be, because another thing that causes us to be in peace is his personal goals, baby. Y'all be setting, um, these goals, I had to pop it on that. The goals that y'all be setting be good goals, but I be like, wait a minute now, you only 24. You're only 24, my baby. You, when I was 24, when I was 23 and 24, I was in the streets. I was carrying on and being a hoodlum, but you know, a fine hoodlum, but I, I was being a hoodlum because I didn't really know what was going on. You know, the expectations that we put on ourselves that have been magnified from social media, it's just like at 24, you are supposed to have a house, two kids, be an entrepreneur, drive a Lamborghini and be traveling out of the country two to three times a month. It's mind blowing. It's very unrealistic. It's very, very unrealistic. Sure. There are some that are going to achieve those goals, but I much rather you, you know, be in, be growing, be growing in your faith, be preparing yourself for the things that you ask for than for you to be in shambles because you're not meeting these particular positions or these particular goals that you, a lot of us don't understand how, how important preparation is. A lot of y'all are in y'all season of preparation and y'all really think it's pieces, but it's really preparation. And it's like, you know what I tell my husband all the time? We go and we do things. We, we just went to the Kanye West listening party. Um, and my husband kept saying to me, he kept saying, you know, I'm just ready to perform. I'm just ready to be on stage. I'm ready for them to see my talent. This will be the last concert or the last, you know, larger venue we're going to where I'm not performing or I'm not backstage cause I'm ready. And you know what I told him? And this was God telling me to tell him this. I said, listen, you need to enjoy this right now because in a year, even six months, even six months to a year, even a year and a half, we're not going to, we, we ain't going to be able to do this because you are going to be where you prayed and where you wanted to be. And we're not going to be, this is your season of preparation. This is the season. You have to enjoy every single level that you're in. You have to find some joy in the season of preparation. Even if you feel you have to turn it around, like, this is nice. Like, I actually get to get some rest now. Like, I know when I, you know, I get when I ask for, when I ask for this business, when I ask for this increase, when I ask for this and that, I'm not going to have the time to do it. So this is nice. Like, I could really go to sleep at nine o'clock. When you start looking at things like that, it's less of a punishment and more preparation. It's less of pieces and more of purposeful preparation, purposeful thinking, purposeful planning. And it's with God and you doing it together, hold hands. It's, 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 it's a unity thing. It's like a two, you know, it's like a two, two person thing. It's great. It's wonderful. It's, 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 it's a wonderful thing, you know, and if you, and if you looked, if you kept yourself in more of a, a place of peace, um, a lot of times when you're in pieces, you, you are channeling this negative energy and you really blocking connections and lessons and people that God wants you to, to, you know, speak with, to grow from, to learn to, even if it's a 10 minute conversation, you are so angry. You are so discombobulated. You know, you are just sending out this, these negative vibes, trying to get attention the wrong type of way. You missing all type of little gems, all type of conversations. It's somebody that could take you to the next level. It's somebody that could tell you how to do that. It's some, it's a skill. You can learn a little bit more from somebody, but you are so discombobulated. You're so 
so angry at the outcome of poor decisions. You're so angry at I didn't, why didn't I grow up like this? Instead of making the changes and realizing it wasn't your fault and childhood trauma had nothing to do with you. It had to do with them. It was not you. You can make the corrections now. You can raise your children differently. Instead of having a different outlook, you're carrying around this poor attitude and this poor energy and you are going to be in the longest season of preparation you ever been in your life. Because you, 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 you're not, you, you're not even happy to even be breathing. You're not even happy to even be able to think you have to, if we take it, if we, we get, we humble ourselves and we just take it like all the way back to the nine, nine and the 2000, if we, we slide that thing back and we really think about how grateful we should be to even be able to come up with an idea to even be able to sit down and write it down. There are people who are, who don't even have their likelihood of their mind to even think of an idea, who don't even know who they are, who don't. And it's like, you need to have, you, it's like, I, I like to say these things. And this is always going to be the nurse coming to me and the things I've seen over the years when I was in my profession of, of, of people who life changed in the blink of an eye. And it made it humbled me so much and made me realize, like, I'm just happy that I can just get up and go and complain about going to the gym and, and, and meeting with my trainer. Like, I'm excited that I can even complain about not going a complain about taking a walk with my two mile walk with my husband in the, in the, in the 80 degree sun. I'm, I'm even just grateful my legs can even get up and move there. If you take the thinking down to so minute to that, the humbleness to that level, I'm telling you, your, your life will change drastically for you. Drastically. If you stop putting out hate. If you, if you make it your mission to put out love and if you're not at a part, a place of healing, I'm not saying you need to be out here, you know, and being mother Teresa and just kissing babies and all of this other type of stuff. I would love for you to do it. That's what I want for you to do. But what I'm saying to you is, is that if you feel like you're in, not in a, at a good space, if you're not in a place of, um, you know, just where you want to communicate with the outside world, it's okay to isolate yourself with God. It's okay to be like, you know. I'm really not in a good position. So maybe I should close my social media page for a minute. You know, maybe I should, you know, do, shouldn't go out to all these social events right now. Like, I don't want to say nothing crazy. I don't want to be looking at people crazy when they dancing and living their life. I don't want to be turning my nose up when women come up by me because they look a certain way. And I feel like I don't look an appropriate way. So I'm just going to, I'm going to give myself 50 feet from myself. It's okay to do that. It's okay to do that because that's a, that may be a part of your healing. I recommend that you do do that for the peace and the sake of everybody else and also for the peace and the sake of yourself. So you're not putting that negative energy out. If you don't have self-control and discipline, it's okay to pull yourself back from a situation. Like if you know, that's just like someone who has a substance abuse problem and they know that they don't have the discipline at that current moment to go into a party scene or an area where they may be triggered. So they don't go. In order for them to not backtrack, they don't go. So that doesn't that doesn't make you less of a person. That that actually makes you more of a better person because you understand the areas you lack in and you know you're working on them with God. And you know right now you kind of in some shambles. So you really don't need to be doing nothing right now. You kind of need to be working and healing on yourself and reading your word and walking outside and drinking some water and and you know and changing things around you and figuring out what you want to change until you could kind of step out there in the world and kind of and, and kind of just do you it is and it's and you know what sucks and sucks when um you know us as women we like I said we wear a thousand hats and a lot of times women don't have the option to do that our society has made it so horrible now you know just the level between poverty and wealth is just so wide now. 
that many women, you know, have no choice. They have to go and do every day, every day. Because they have to provide for their children. They have to provide for their family. You know, they have no choice where they can just say, you know what? Today, I'm just not going to do anything. I'm just going to kind of sit back and kind of just chill and figure these things out. Because I know I'm in pieces. I'm not having a good. They're not able to do that. So if you're not able to do that, I, I recommend that you find a small smidget of time during the day and you talk to God. And you ask him to change your situations. You ask him to 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 kind of switch things around to where you may have some ample time to find something you love, to put yourself in something you love. A lot of y'all not doing stuff y'all like to do. And this is what we have problems with. You don't like what you're doing, but you have so much fear in your heart and no trust in God and faith that you don't even want to step out and be like, well, let me find out what I really like to do. So you're walking around with this anger. You're walking around in pieces. You're walking around in shambles and you're putting this poor energy and frequency out into the world because you, it's a simple thing. You don't, you don't like your job. Just it's simple like that. And you know, I commend this generation, um, with the pandemic and with the shutdown and everything, it rebirthed a new generation of us that are kind of like, I am going to question what this American dream y'all been talking about because it's a lie. It is a lie and it's some foolishness and I'm not going to work to die. So I commend, you know, it's so many people I see now that are taking that leap and stepping out with God and, and, and saying, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to try something different. I'm going to try one of my skills. I'm going to, you know, bet on myself, have God bet on me. And I commend them for doing that because it need that needs to happen. We need to have that. There, there, there was a hard stop that God was initiating because there's so many things that need to change. But one of the things that needs to change is that we are putting too much of our faith in the man and, and the dollar and not putting it in God. And when you put your faith in God, you, you put, you're capable of doing anything and everything under the sun, things that you would never even think you had a talent for you, that you had an eye for, you would be able to do it, but it takes a lot of being fearless and it takes a lot of being in peace and it takes a lot of love and light. And a lot of people don't understand that you got to carry yourself in a great grand position, even when you don't feel like you're in a great grand position. And that's, and that, you know, me and my husband was having a discussion the other day um we kind of had gotten to a disagreement about some things and and we really don't argue I'ma just be honest we don't um I came from a relationship where it was a lot of argument a lot of anger you know just a lot of unhealed issues um you know from from you know issues I had also but a lot of major issues from my spouse so now I'm so I learned from that and now I'm so much like you know I want to just talk to my husband and I just want to get like his understanding on things and why he makes the choices he makes and, and, you know, so on and so forth, which is a wonderful thing. Communication is beautiful. And, you know, we were just talking, we were talking about some, you know, like some disagreements that we have. And, you know, he just brought up the simple fact of the matter that it's, it's just so difficult to stay in a positive place when things are not working in your favor. And I said, well, baby, that is a part of building faith. That's what faith is about. Faith is all about you staying in a peaceful, nice place, 
Even when you don't feel like things are working out in your favor, even when things are in shambles around you, even when the answer was no a thousand times, even when the door was slammed, even when you were rejected, you don't take that anger and put it back out into the world or, you know, you know, back out into your family, back out into your friends. You take that energy, you suck it up and you turn it around and you lean and you say, you know what? I know God got something greater for me and you keep it pushing. That right there is a skill that I pray for on a regular basis. Like I really, 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 really want that skill, God. Like I'm, it's a lot of things I want. It's a lot of things I want, Jesus. But that right there is one that I definitely am trying to work on. Me and my husband are trying to work on is seeing that light and not letting it get dimmed by all of these other voices we're hearing and all of these other things that may be playing out. And that's what it's all about. Staying in a positive place, even when you got all type of foolishness going on around you. You got somebody on your shoulder telling you you can't do it. You got another one over here on your shoulder telling you what you're going to do. You got this one over here talking about how you're going to pay that. It's staying in a place of gratitude, staying in a place of positivity, staying in a place of just peace and, and, and just understanding that this is just a little bit, a little bit of negativity is so much more positivity that's going to come from this. And it's so much easily said than done. It's like, you can say it and it sounds so good. Like, I'm sure you're like, oh my God, that sounds so good. I'm going to do that. But then when you, when it really comes to that situation, when you have that test, it, it can be quite, it can be, it can be difficult, but it's really not difficult. It's the other D where it just takes discipline. And remember, whenever you put discipline in your life, I'm t it always benefits with a win. Every level of discipline is going to take you to another level and it's going to make you better. Like, I think we've always been taught that discipline was like such a negative thing and it was wrapped around all these sacrifices and it's just like, oh, I got to be disciplined. Oh, da, 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 da. but discipline is truly the key to life. Like order and discipline is what you have so many of us are not where we need to be because one we don't have no order it's so many people that don't have no order like order is something I, and I let me tell you something I may have been a fool and carrying on and doing what I was doing in my 20s but baby some order I, I found some order in all my chaos even if it was just keeping my house clean even if it was just keeping myself looking good even if it was just you know me eat trying to eat a good meal me I kept some type of order because I felt like when I held on to that small bit of order um, that I was less likely to lose control of things. So order and discipline are very important in this equation for us to keep this peace. So understand that. And it's a work. It's a process. But you got to start. You got to start, baby. If you don't start, you didn't start. <laughs> there we go. Boom. If you don't start, you didn't start. You're going to have to just keep remembering you didn't start. And you're going to still be at ground zero. And we don't want you to be there. We want you to remain in peace. And understand that you are not in pieces, but you are in between blessings. You are transitioning. You are in between the place that God wants you to be. You are in a season of preparation. You are preparing for greater. You have good things in store. Remember that. Don't ever let you forget that. I think that was a really good one. We haven't given, I haven't given myself a round of applause in a minute. It's always good to give myself a round of applause. So, I really appreciate you guys for listening. And you know, I got a couple of things to say before I get it. Um, you know, things are getting a little hairy out there again. We got a new variant of this um this little situation going on. I try not to speak any more life into it because it gets spoken on so much. But I do want you guys to remain safe. Being safe is the key. 
um, and just understanding that in order for you to be safe, you need to always keep you and yours safe. Be clean, wash hands. Um, I don't know. I have really not been wearing my mask as much as I transparent moment as, as I should, but I think I, I personally think me and my husband are going to go back to it. Um, and you know, just, I think it is going to go back to a time for a minute where we are going to kind of, you know, keep ourselves, you know, six feet and isolate a little more. I'm sending all my prayers and my love and light to everyone who is being affected again by the disease, by the virus, by COVID, by the Delta variant and all that bad stuff. Um, but just stay safe and, and keep and bless and watch over each other. Um, and just understand that God is, is he has the final say and he's always in control. Um, I also want you guys to understand and know that I am so grateful for every single one of you for listening wherever you are. And I will continue to keep you in my prayers as I just want you to keep me in yours. And and just understand that, you know, a storm is is it can't last forever. And that no matter what you're going through, it is your job to remain in a great place because God is never going to put you in a bad one. Okay. All right. Well, I love you also very much. And thank you for listening. And I look forward to seeing you all again. And make sure you, if you are not a part of my Instagram family, please follow at nurse underscore Monroe. Make sure you catch the YouTube. Make sure you catch all of the episodes of the podcast. Leave some comments on Apple Podcasts, y'all. Leave a comment. Thank you. And I love you all. And I will talk and see you soon. Bye.